You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tamika, good to see you again. It's been a while. It has. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so let's just start with the most recent development in your life. Uh, saying goodbye to the fever. How hard was that? Uh, you know, it is hard. Um, I say this in a joking way, but this is where I have been my whole adult life. And, you know, one thing about me that I think a lot of people know is I'm super loyal. And when I'm in, I'm all in. And I feel like that's been my career as a basketball player, transitioning into the front office role and, and even beyond. You know, even though I'm not officially with the fever, that's one thing I said, I'm always going to be fever. I'm always going to wear that with pride and, you know, representing our organization and the amazing people that I got a chance to work with and the players that I got to work for. I mean, it just, it was hard, definitely bittersweet, but, you know, I'm excited about the future and really excited about what God has next. Why did you decide to leave? You seemed like it was a perfect fit for you. It's interesting. I mean, I've I've asked myself, and a lot of people have asked me that over the course of, especially the last couple of weeks. And you know, I felt like it was a good time um, going into it. This would have been my third season in the role with a general manager, and you know, but prior to that, I was vice vice president of basketball operations. So added a GM role a couple of years back, and you know, I think where I am. And, you know, just looking at my life and looking at the opportunity, the thing that I love and I love about that job is the relationship. I'm super relationship driven, super. I just want to see everybody succeed and kind of where we were. I mean, obviously, we've had a lot of ups and downs the last couple of years within the FIBA organization. I came out of, I remember coming in, going into college, always saying, like, one day I want to be a general manager. And then the last couple of years as a player, it kind of shifted because it really became, I want to help players figure out what they want to be post-basketball mm-hmm. because they felt like there wasn't really a lot of opportunities. And I remember talking to Kelly Kofkoff about, like, you know, I don't know if I want to be the GM or if I want to do something that more in that field. And so, you know, coming out, I ended up, 
uh, director of player programs and franchise development, gave me the opportunity to start with the Fever. Then I did the Pacers. So I did Fever, Pacers, back to the Fever the following year, Mad Ants, and then came back to the Fever full time, which sounds crazy when I think about it. I'm like, I've been out that long? But being able to step into this role and finally getting into the general manager role, you know, there's, there's, we, we did a lot of great things. You know, my first year GM was the Wubble year. And then last year, you know, coming back to Indy and really kind of putting our stamp here and trying to think about what our team, what, what accomplishments, what things we really needed to focus on. And I felt like the baby step that sometimes you don't really think about or, you know, the facades, like what you see from the outside, you're not necessarily on the inside. And we came a long way with some of the things that we worked on. And now coming into this year, you know, we're in a really good position. Have the number two pick, now we have four, six, so two, four, six, and ten along with wow. you know, second round picks and our third round picks. I just felt like it was a good time to kind of transition. Was it hard to, to step away? Would it take a long time to make that decision, I would think? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to leave the people that you love. I mean, we've all been in situations where we've had had to, you know, whether you move on from high school to college, college mm-hmm. to whatever is next in life and even different roles and different jobs and different companies and so forth. And I think for me, because I've only been with the fever, I've only been with the fever. I mean, it's crazy to even think, but I, like I said, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited about what God has next. Um, I still have the relationship with the players. I still have great, you know, I still have great opportunities with the players. So I'm just, I'm excited. What, what is next? Do you have any clue whatsoever? I mean, is it kind of, kind of up in the air trying to figure out what is next for you? Ah, what is next? Well, I think... <laughs> million the first, dollar question. The million dollar question. Right now, it really is just about taking time. You know, I'm still in the midst of March Madness, so um, I started doing commentating right after I finished uh, on the court. So since 2017, I've been doing commentating with the ESPN, and really from now moving forward, it's just I'll do that in the moment. And then from there, I don't know. I don't know, Dave. I'm just going to take it. I mean, my faith is a big part of who I am. And so really just taking it one day at a time. I want to take some time to just debrief, relax, focus on my family. You know, here at Tease Me. So be able to be present here and just relax for a moment. What's it been like being an owner of a place like this? This is really cool, by the way. And the tea's fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's great. I love it. I mean, I do. I love the people. I love our customers. You know, I think the biggest thing we always talked about is just impact. How do you impact people? How do you impact? How do you change lives? And, you know, one of the main reasons taking over this is really the smile. I used to be a customer. And so I knew the feeling that I got being here. And now adding into it, like being able to provide those same experiences, those same feelings for other people. And that is what it's all about. You know, the community. You know about you know about my Catch the Stars Foundation, but a lot of people don't. So, you know, really being able to do more in the community through our foundation and continuing to do that through these spaces. Uh, let's go back. 
Has it been 10 years since you won the WNBA title? 10 years have passed? 10 years. What do you remember about that magical ride? That was so much fun. So much fun for our city. I remember, oh my gosh, there's so many memories that come, but really just being able to come together. You know, um, that was a year we had a lot of highs and lows. And, you know, even when we got into the actual playoff, nobody expected us to win. Nobody expected us to be there. We made it to the first round. Nobody expected us to be there. Second round, nobody expected the championship. Definitely not. And so what I remember most is honestly our locker room and the unity that we had and coming together and having a goal. And it's just like, and I remember saying this to our team, nobody expects us to win, so we have no pressure. If we win, great. If we lose, great. Like, Either way it goes, nobody expects us to be here. And so having that mentality and not that like not that that was kind of like, oh, we're not we're not going to go out, but put everything on the line, not for the championship, but today, who do we play today? OK, we got New York. OK, we got Connecticut. OK, we got Minnesota. Every single game, just put it all on the line for that one game. And that's what that's what we did. And at the end of the day, when we got here, we got to game four. And I remember looking at the clock. I remember the buzzer going off and throwing the ball up and just like the celebration on the floor, the celebration on the practice court. And we did it together. Pretty magical. And now your number hangs in the rafters up there with some big, big names. How does that make you feel to know that you, you've made history here and, and you're always going to be remembered here? It's crazy. It's, uh, you, you don't dream about your jersey being in the Raptors. You know, my dream was to be in the NBA and then the WNBA came and my dream was to be in the WNBA and then through that, process and even getting prepared for the WNBA USA basketball came and my dream was to be an Olympian and so like you think about all these dreams but never in my wildest dream that I think about oh like one day I want to have my jersey up on the in the Raptors and now it is and so walking in <laughs> yeah. and walking into the court walking into Gamebridge Fieldhouse and being there and seeing not just mine but seeing all of the banners that are up there and what they stand for and what they mean and the special moment for, for the people as individuals, but then even like the team accomplishment, it, it's awesome. really is. Do you realize how many young women you've impacted? Yeah. I hope a lot. Not it's just pretty women. cool. That's got to make you feel... Yeah. Make, make your heart pound for it that. Does. Yeah. It does. And even through our foundation, yeah. you know, like we're not just focused on women. We're focused on yeah. men and women, boys yeah. and girls. And, you know, I think even for my little nephews, having the opportunity to grow up knowing about the WNBA and knowing about these amazing women athletes that yeah. are out there. And, you know, yeah, like you have your males that you might you know, might want to be like or might want to emulate, but you also have a great group of women that you can follow and that you can be like. And I think that's been the coolest part of this whole journey. And oh, by the way, you won one, two, three, four Olympic gold medals. <laughs> I mean, can you fathom that? No. I mean, looking back on all that, man, that, that's a magical ride right there. Well, and, you know, somebody asked, does it ever get old? I'm like, does what ever get old? Winning. Does winning ever get old? Does being an Olympian ever get old? And I was like, no. Because there's so many players that never get the opportunity to represent their country. One time let alone two, three, four times. And so having the opportunity, but every single time you go, it's a totally different team. 
So, yeah, you have your core group, but then you have players that have never, they've never experienced it before. We are the example for them and being able to provide these opportunities. Like, this is the winning recipe, and this is how we're going to do it. You know, drop your pride, drop all the other stuff <laughs> that you come with, drop all that other baggage. Here, we play together, and this is us representing the whole United States of America, and we want to win. So no, it never gets old. I love it. Uh, what's your find? Is there one that stands out the most of your victories at the Olympics? Anything jump out? Or no. Is it all pretty much. They're all just awesome. They're all awesome for a little reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're all awesome. I. It'd be crazy for me to be like there's one, but yeah. I mean, from the first one. And being able to have that opportunity way back in, what, 2004? Ah, we're old. <laughs> and then to the last one, you know, the first yeah. one, you're the baby. You're coming in, eyes wide open. And, you know, we have the example, the Don, the Lisa, the Cheryl, that, yeah. you know, my Shiro. And then by the time I get to the end, we are the example. And you were the leader. Yeah. And there's players looking up to us. Very cool. Well, on behalf of uh, all of Indiana, Thank you, Tamika, Thank for all you've done for us and our city. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Here's to the next chapter. Here it is. We'll watch it play out, right? Thanks, Dave.